Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And this podcast is brought to you by Everything's Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Make sure to tune in on September 11th. We are talking about the episode Radio Bart with a special guest you may recognize. Hi, I'm Nancy Cartwright. And actually, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the (gasps) hell are you? Ah! We're so excited. this This is so good. This was one of our favorite episodes we've ever done. Mark your calendars. I don't know. You're probably already downloading it. What What is this life? Uh, September 11th, we are joined by, you already heard her, Nancy Cartwright. We're so excited. Please tune in. All right. Bye. <laughs> Hi, it's Georgia. This is a slumber party with Allie and Georgia. And that's it. <laughs> hey, who's your guest today, Georgia? My guest today is Allie. Who's your guest today, Allie? That's it. We're going to do this every other week, right? Just the two of us? Here's the deal. So normally we have a slumber party with a guest. We get in our pajamas. We have a guest and we ask them about their life. But we decided every once in a while we just want to hang out together. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to hang out and not talk to someone else because we're weird sometimes. Like yeah, we're shut-ins yep. a little. So we decided to to go back to our roots, which is a slumber party involving me and Georgia, just one of us falling asleep at the other person's house. <laughs> and so we're we're just gonna do this in kind of a different format. We're just gonna tell each other what we learned this week. Because not often, don't worry. We'll have really interesting people on, but just once in a while, just be th- the two of us. This is weekly apology with Anne and Georgia. <laughs> hey, sorry for being us, you guys. Um. We have tons of shit that we learned that we crammed in our brains and we took notes as the week went on and we're going to tell each other. What's one thing you learned this week, Georgia? Do you want to tell me what? Okay. Well, we're also, tell us what we're drinking right now because it's really good. I brought a beverage. You did bring a beverage. Um, This is a really great uh, winter beverage. I recommend that you make it at holiday parties. Here's what it is. Um, It's chamomile tea. Mm-hmm. And about equal parts chamomile tea and a nice Irish whiskey. You can use bourbon too if you like. I used Bushmills, a little bit of Jim Beam because I ran out of Bushmills, no big hey. deal. And then a little splash of Fernet, optional. It gives it kind of like a little herbal quality and some honey to sweeten it up. And it's served warm and it looks like urine. It's delicious. It's the exact temperature and color of urine. <laughs> so drink it in a mug, people. Don't drink it in a glass like we are. Because it's like, I honestly, if you saw what I'm drinking, you'd be like, that's a glass of urine sample, but it's a, it's actually a sip of heaven. Welcome to Slumber Party, where we pee in glasses and call it cocktails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't, do you want to start telling, we're going to, this, for this solo Slumber Party, we're going to talk about things we learned this week. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So you have some, I have some, you have notes, I have notes. I took some notes. Yeah. Do you want to go first? No, I want you to go, to go first? first. Okay. You go first. Okay. I'm going to start off slow. Okay. This is really important. <laughs> I found out Elizabeth's shoe is still working. <laughs> and it was one of those... Did you not think she was? I didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah, she do? I had no idea. But I remember there's a scene in Leaving Las Vegas where she's she's like peeing and she like looks at her underpants to just like check her status down there. Like, what's going on? And I just remember being like, that was a very intimate thing for us to see Elizabeth's shoe. And then I started and then I was Wait, just... like she... I don't get it. Like she saw... She's like peeing on the toilet in, in uh, Leaving Las Vegas and she just, just like looks down at her underwear to be like... Do I get my period today? Yeah or nay? Uh, you know what I mean? She just like does one of those. That's cool. If you're a girl, you sometimes you just check. You're like, how am I doing today? Yeah. All right, good. No surprises. <laughs> guys, I don't know if guys know I'm that. Really sorry, guys. No, I like that. It's true. I remember that action as being like, that's a very bold and true action, Elizabeth Shoe. But then I started thinking, Yeah. when was the last time you saw Elizabeth Shoe in something? Gosh. I don't know. I'm just picturing her face. 
but I don't know. Right? And then I started getting really fucking sad. And oh I was in God. bed and I was like, I think she got nominated for some awards for that. We all loved her in the Babysitter's Club. She spells her name mm. with an S and not a Z, mm-hmm. Elizabeth. Go for it. And then I was in bed. It was like late, late at night. And I just got super sad. I was like, so she hasn't you worked. Doing, she's like, who knows? She Who knows if she's even like living in an apartment or a house. And yeah. then so I, I have to beat her. And? She's rolling in it, dude. She's Good. on CSI. She doesn't give a shit. Oh my God. She's on CSI? Yeah. So oh. I, felt, I, I spent like 15 to 17 minutes feeling really bad for Elizabeth Shue. And then I was like, you know what? Guess how much she needs you to worry about her? Zero percent. She probably drives a Porsche Cayenne with some kids in the back. She doesn't give a fuck about me. Is she married? I don't know. I didn't go that. Once I found out that she was on like CSI and she could and she has health insurance, I was like, okay, I feel fine. (laughs) What about you? You learn anything? Okay, if we're gonna start slow, then let's start with this. Uh, (laughs) This morning, my dad and I went to House of Pies, which is the little local like diner in Los Feliz where we live. Yes. Um, it's like Fred 62, but it's not hipster douchey and it's not super expensive. And it actually, the food's pretty good. Mm. Eh, you get, you pay, you know, you pay for things and you get them. Mm-hmm. And I, think that's what the, I think that's what they say. Anyways, my dad was like, isn't that an actor sitting right over there? Who's that actor? Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Wilford fucking full bearded Brimley. Wait, how did you know it was him? If he I turned this- around immediately and I was like, yes, dad, you're right. <gasps> And I was like, I'm going to take a photo of him. like, And he was like, no, don't do that. And I was like, I'm just going to pretend like I'm taking a photo of You know, like the fake photo thing. And you should have like, done don't it. Do that. He wouldn't let me. He was like, what? I don't know. He wouldn't let me. Marty Hartstark, loosen up. Being, no, he was being very respectful. I think he's a big fan. I think my dad's like a big fan of his. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you say you should come back to our house? Wasn't that the name of the show he's on? I don't know, but my Invite dad over? told me that he loved him on Seinfeld when he was um, the postmaster general. Something. I don't know. Okay, so I went online and I looked. For, okay, Wilford Brimley. My fact is that Wilford Brimley eats at House of Pies. So <gasps> I looked up more stuff about him and I found that prior to his acting career, Wilford Brimley worked as a ranch hand, yeah. a wrangler, a blacksmith, a bodyguard for. This is my favorite part. Okay, a bodyguard for Howard Hughes. Shut what? Up. That's like my dream job. Not so, really. But Howard be, Hughes. Yeah. Can you imagine? He's like, wash your hands before you touch me, before Seriously. you guard me. What? That's insane. You know that might actually might be one of those facts because, like, you know how for like Chuck Norris, people make up these silly facts about him, like Chuck Norris invented the first. Yeah. Movie, you know, and and that might be not true, and it ended up in his IMDb or his um, Wikipedia somehow that That's someone okay. made up. But like, you can toss all kinds of sure. stuff in Wikipedia. Nobody it, even right. cares. So that might not be true. But I want it to be. You, you know what you could have done? You could have gone up to him and asked him. Oh, you could have fact checked it in the flesh. God damn it. Also, was he eating oatmeal and did he have, was he eating something diabetic? You know what he was doing? He was sitting at a two top. Uh huh. And the, I hate this when I see people eating alone and the chair across from them is taken away because someone with a bigger oh, party needed it. He was sitting alone. Alone. But he was like smiling. He seemed happy. <sighs> now I'm sad again. Don't be sad. <laughs> did you IMDb him? Is he on CSI? Uh, he's on CSI Alley. He's married to Elizabeth Shue. They have oh. four kids. They all have beards. All the kids have beards. I just got a really, really strong and and maybe maybe like an irrepressible urge that I might have to act on to write um, fanfic about a love <gasps> affair between Wilford Brimley and Garrison Keillor. Oh, that's the sexiest like, thing I've ever heard. Just Can you do your too... Garrison Keillor impression, yeah. please? Yeah, I want to get you. Want to get your balls on my face? Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of breathing. Oh, that's gross. Allie has a problem. You don't like, you don't, you can't hear his voice because you just. Garrison Keeler of Prairie right. Home Companion. This is like a, this is an NPR show where, I don't know, they talk about Lake Wobegon. I don't know. It's if like a radio podcast, play. You listen to this stupid. I don't yeah. like it. Anyway, ellipse, 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 blah, blah, blah. But whenever I hear Garrison Keeler's like, 
Well, that's the loser. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture him instructing someone on like what to do with his balls. Oh, who is it? I told you you should have a threesome with Garrison Keillor and uh, Hill Hausner. Hauser. Oh, I just a tangle, a tangle. <laughs> well, that's an amazing vagina you've got there, Allie. I don't think. Gar- I think he's not into that. He's not into that at all. Well, Garrison Keillor, there's that's wow. a mighty fine looking hamburger steak you got there. You. I'm gonna write all kinds of like gay elderly fanfic because like if I really think about them being tenderly in love, like it it warms me in a way Do that it. only whiskey and Wilford Brimley in love Do with it. another older man Do can. It. Do it. That's like the next 40, 40 shades of gray. Is that what it's called? Fifty. Whatever. That's the next thing. Is it's this is gonna be sixty plus. 40, forty shades of gray because they're all gray and they're over forty. They're way over forty, oh, okay. dude. Okay, seventy shades. Of gray. Yeah, that's what okay. What's your like next it. one? Tell me your next thing you learned. Um. Okay, I learned a little bit of etymology. If you know Allie Ward, you know that she doesn't like talking in the third person, and you also know that she's... Explain to the viewers that are not viewing anything, but probably they're looking at delisted while they're listening to this. Really? Explain to them what uh, etymology is. Oh, etymology is the science of word origins, dummies. (laughs) I don't know the etymology. I don't know the etymology of etymology. Okay. By the way, is it true that on delisted, um, he just refers to Miley Cyrus? Dang old Miley. I don't know. Someone was telling me that like every every time Miley Cyrus is referred to, it's just dang old Miley, which is like (laughs) he's got the best names for people. Fish sticks, Paltrow. I don't know why he calls her that. He calls delisted. You guys get into it. Have you guys heard of this thing called delisted? The best. It's great. Okay, Allie, what's tell us? Okay, so this is a word origin. um, Tell us what this game is called. I'm oh yeah, there's, there's this game called Origins. It's O R I J I N Z. It's all kinds of messed it's up. It's like a spelling. party game. It's great. Yeah, and I'm just gonna read one right now. To it us. just tells you to guess the word. So this is from the Old English, um, weirgun, which means to strangle. And the, over time, the meaning evolved from strangle to bite the throat and kill. So like, let's say you wanted to kill something, you would bite it on its windpipe and kill it that okay. way. Because before they had guns that you would have to do things like that with your mouth okay um and so like like when wolves attack sheep they go for the throat right don't tell me what's the word don't tell me and so is it a word or a phrase it's a word so by the 16th century in the 1500s it meant to physically or verbally aggregate someone just aggravate so it went from physical violence to just to just like just yeah really and now it means um it denotes feelings of just being like anxious or troubled wow can you get with it? Well, tell me what the original word was again. We're gone. You have one guess. We're gone. Uh, We're gone. Uh, Nerdiest podcast. I don't know. What is it? Worry. What? Yeah. So like if you're like, oh, I'm really worried about something. It's like a wolf is biting you on the throat until you die. How was your date last night? Oh, he worried me. Yeah. It means he murdered mm-hmm. you. You're not talking about it the next day. That's for <laughs> that's sure. True. But okay, yeah. So to worry is like being strangled. Okay. How are you doing? Allie? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Not good. These are both really like depressing. These are really dark. I feel like these are telling, saying a lot about us. I feel like these, all of these are going to just say a lot about us. So let's. That and I'm drinking a cup of them. alcoholic urine. At, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Uh, let's see. Do you want to hear? Okay. My, my next one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Which one will not depress you? <laughs> um, my dad told me a ghost story. Is it real? Yeah. I mean, how did, okay, wait, 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 set this up for me. What was the, how did, was he, were you guys eating scrambled eggs okay, we with sh- Wilford Brimley? And he's like, you want to hear about specters? No, I, we were eating breakfast and I said, I'm about to go do this podcast. Uh-huh. Do you have a ghost story? Cause I don't know what to say. Oh. And he was like, Oh, I don't really have one. Let me make one up. I'm like, you can't make one up, dad. No, so yeah, no. He told me two of them. One of them is really good. Okay. Tell me. Uh, when he and my mom were first married, they went to stay with 
my mom's aunt in upstate New York and yeah, somewhere in New York, beautiful old house. Uh-huh. My dad said the minute he walked in, he was like creeped out by the house. Though, and he'd, well, they had these like spiral, spiral staircase. He'd walk up the staircase and it would just be cold and creepy. And he just had this uneasy feeling. And that night at dinner, they were like, Marty, you're being really quiet. Are you okay? Oh and he turns to them and goes, did someone die in this house? Shut up. And they both turned white. And apparently the man, the my aunt's husband who lived there, mm-hmm. the house used to belong to his stepdad. And before his stepdad married his mom, he lived in that house with his first wife, who hung herself <gasps> in the middle of the spiral staircase. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Oh, my God. That's awful. Oh, my eyes are tearing up. In the middle of the spiral staircase? Yeah. How you doing now? Are you doing better? Worse. <laughs> that didn't. Who found her? Oh, I don't know any of the details. How did she do that? Just off one of the rafters? I probably. <gasps> and they kept help. living in there? Yeah. He married someone else and like brought her in. Here's, an, here's your replacement. Here's Can you imagine a- her living in that place? That's an awful, terrible thing. Fuck, this is bad. This is a really Episode. dark one. Um, <laughs> wait, what? There's oh, you know what? I started worrying a little bit about my my grandparents haunting me the other day because my grandparents are both dead and uh and I didn't like them very much. They were super cunts. They were awful, terrible people, and they're both dead. And I did a storytelling about it on Tuesday at public school at M Bar in Los Angeles. It's a good storytelling mm-hmm, series. It is. Um. Anyway, and then I was like, what if I tell this story and then motherfuckers come and haunt me? I feel like if they didn't want to spend time with you when they were alive they're not going to use up their dead time to spend time with you no, even if it's, it's to screw with you but if you're a dick in IRL let's say you're alive mm-hmm. you're a super dick you cut people off on the freeway Wait, can we start Yodo you only die one. You only, you're only dead Yodo. once Yodo Yodo you only die once <laughs> so if you had superpowers and you can fly up staircases and get through locked doors you're uh, going to fuck with people so hard I don't think those are things that, that, that spirits can do I think they can get through all kinds of matter. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're people anymore, though. Here's the thing. I always talk about text messages. Text messages can uh, get through this door. Text messages don't give a fuck if I'm in a moving car. Text messages can only do that, though, because the technology has been invented, has been like created to do that. In the last like they, 15 years. Yeah, and they couldn't do that beforehand. So it's not like they did it on their own free will. But it's energy and information. Energy. So you're saying that ghosts are like, oh, I cannot figure out how to get past this door, man. There's no person that's a ghost. If it's a ghost it's like it's not like a human is like oh, i'm gonna go through this door it's not like scooby-doo i feel like you're picturing scooby-doo no i'm picturing a i'm picturing a like a pale woman in a tattered no, gown she's not and she's so pissed off that's not happening so pissed off what's the most pissed off you've ever been at someone <gasps> uh-huh. think about how pissed off you are oh well and then picture that you can fly through doors I punched a girl once. I was so. What was the deal? What happened? She used to make. It was in soccer practice. I was probably like in sixth grade, and she used to just be mean to me the whole season and like tease me and stuff. Just a popular girl. What a bitch. I know. What a bitch. I can't remember her name. And then uh, I would say it too if I could. Then when we played them the last game, it's it was like a it was like a um, it was like a TV movie. If I had been better looking, and so we were high five. (laughs) We were high fiving in the lineup. You know, have a good game, good game. And she moved her hand to like not high five me, and I just fucking. Sucked her. You didn't. <laughs> yes, it was like the best moment of my life. Did she go down? <laughs> yeah, she went and started sat on her mom's lap and started crying. What and happened I laughed to you? At her when I walked by, <gasps> pointed at her and laughed, and her mom just kind of gave me like a. Well, she's she a deserved tiny bitch. like her mom knew she deserved it. You punched her with your fist in the nose? No, more like in the chest, shoulder. Oh, that's not so bad. I should have punched her in the face. Well, no, that would have hurt your hand. Yeah, that's pretty ballsy. That's the most angry you've ever been. Yeah. No. No? I mean, no. I'm God, trying to think of when an, I've been really I've been angry. angry in my life. I've thrown stuff before. 
I threw a, a cordless phone against the wall when I was on the phone with like a customer service rep. <laughs> I had this period in like the early 2000s where I was very hypoglycemic. <laughs> And like, mm-hmm. I used to fall asleep everywhere. I still do. But like, I thought you were going to say it was very rage filled. No, I just had, well, I needed a little bite. It led to the, it led to that. I think I probably like moved to LA, like maybe wasn't eating regularly because I wasn't in school anymore. So I didn't have a schedule. And I would just get really hungry and super angry, like driving around just so mad. And I remember once I was on the phone with like a customer service rep and I couldn't handle it. And I just <laughs> took the phone and I threw it against the wall. You think anyone's doing that with this podcast right now? Don't break your iPhones. <laughs> Don't break your iPod phones, you guys. Give me another one, Allie. Give me oh, another fact. Okay, another fact. Oh, that's a good. Okay. Oh, this is this is a very um. These are har- now I have some harmless facts. Boring. This is gonna piss Mostly you off. Harmless. This is gonna. This is going to piss oh, you off. Why? I found out last night that I hate foie gras. Shut. Did you open our foie gras? Yeah. You bitch. You did. I had the tiniest bite, and you don't like it. Here's we, the got deal. Sent, we got sent this fucking amazing you can see it on our twitter basket of like you know like holiday basket by yeah. uh the show we're on unique sweets they're like the best people in the world yeah they, they send the dopest holiday yeah so they ever. sent us this gift basket and and they sent it to Allie's house mm-hmm. she's like i want to open it without you mm-hmm. um and so far she's opened the black truffle butter without me i had just a tiny bite but last year georgia threw away the entire ham i did and not I throw away the ham i'm just saying i'm just saying so the well you ate the ham yeah. i mean um so, but last night I was like, I really kind of want to try this. I'm hungry. And oh, I had the okay. tiniest bite of it. On what? With what? Nothing. That's ah. the problem. So you got this. So we got, we got this like little loaf of foie gras, which you can't get in California. It's, it's illegal. illegal. So they live in New York and she, and they sent us this basket. Yep. And it's got like, it's got like duck confit in it. And it's got like beautiful bacon. It's and got mushrooms, all kinds of stuff. stuff and foie gras. And I wanted to can't eat it by bit. itself. I know. Way. And I was like, I, is it Emperor's New Clothes? Cause it tastes like a dog to me. It tastes yeah. like a wet dog, but I know it's supposed to. It's so gamey. And I'm like, I feel like a, I feel like an eight year old that will only eat like fish sticks or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or like, I'm only eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> and like, how unsophisticated do I feel? But what, you know that it tastes like a dog, but you yeah, like it. Yeah, it tastes like a dog, but like prepared <laughs> with the correct, you know, like liver. You could just stop after, yeah, it tastes like a dog. Well, like period. liver. I love liver, but I don't want to eat like a spoonful of like liver pate. You want to? So it's last night I ate it at my Hanukkah party on Triscuits. I feel like that's very American. (laughs) How was your Hanukkah party at Beachy Dubs? It was great. There were so many latkes happening. Oh my god! Did you smell like? Did your whole hair situation smell like oil? Whatever. I don't even care. I ate fish balls last night. What? Where? I went to the feast of the seven fishes, which is a very like Catholic and and uh, and Christian tradition of fried things and you went to a jewish tradition of fried mm. things it was fine you know what i did at the end of the night which made me feel better than anything that has in a long time is what? like i did all of their dishes which felt like like i was a, like a, a superhuman why did that make you feel better because they had a shit ton of dishes and here's the deal they've they sent out the invites they've been fielding rsvps who can't come who can they have all the they bought all the food it's seafood it's expensive and then at the end of the night that's they kind. got a shit ton of dishes yeah, dishes they don't want to do that and everyone's gonna be like yo thanks b yeah and then they have to be like Ugh, we'll get them tomorrow so i was like you know what I'm either going to be out there drinking a punch and talking to someone I don't want to talk to, or I could be washing all these dishes. And then if you want to come and talk to me, talk to me. I don't have to make eye contact with you if I don't want to. <laughs> Clearly, I'm washing this pan. And then... You make a lot of noise if you want them to go away. Yeah, exactly. I'm distracted. It's great. And then I have something to do. And then at the end of the night, they sent me a text saying, like, thank you for being an absurdly good friend. Like, wow. And I was like, no, it was better than talking to your friends. <laughs> I benefited, but I think that if you're at someone's party, maybe once a year, 
stay late do the dishes wash the dish, and you'll you'd be surprised how good you feel afterwards okay i'll do that next time i'm just saying is it your turn i guess give me a fact if this ha- isn't about wilford brimley then don't tell me Fuck. okay well i went on to let's see i went on to crack.com do you like crack.com mm-hmm. it's such a great website for just like random lists of stupid stuff oh yes please pour me some more of this beverage alley thank you that sounds like pee mm-hmm. okay uh i went on to crack and I found five everyday pieces of clothing with shocking health risks. Mm-mm. Ready? Mm-mm. And if you want to hear about any of them, I have them pulled up on my phone. Five? Wait, shocking health risks? Are these all like ties made out of nooses? Or <laughs> like, how stupid are they? <laughs> it's, no, it's ties made out of an al- a f- live alligator. Okay. Oh, ready? no, no, that's how you handle it. Uh, f- number five is skinny jeans can cause nerve damage. They're too tight. Did you know that? Like sciatica? Yeah. Uh, Number four is facial piercings can short circuit your brain. How? Electrical currents? Let me tell you how. I think if you hit a nerve. You know what? Already, if you're wearing skinny jeans and you have piercings in your face, less power to you. Um, I've had, uh, let's see, can damage the facial uh, something nerve, which connects the physical sensations in your face up with your your neural center. So if you damage that nerve, it can mess with how your brain works. That's hilarious. What I've, nerve is it? Uh, don't make me say it. Just try and Tri- say it. Okay, it's a trigaminal. Trigaminal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had my lip pierced, mm-hmm. my nose pierced three times. Really? I pierced my own eyebrow with a safety pin when I was That's in seventh grade. Dumb. So I got away good. Or maybe it's maybe it's already affected my brain. I got away good. I got away good. I did good getting away. But what about your earlobes? Not a big deal? I guess not. They're just hanging out anyway? Yeah, they're like, they're cartilage more than like feet. Why do we even have earlobes? I don't know. Really? Okay, you want to hear the other ones real yeah. quick? Uh, your accessories might be toxic, which duh. What? Like, because they all have nickel and, and mercury. Well, they all and- made in China and Chinese are like, oh, put, they're all- put whatever in here. Chinese go, eh, is that what they do? Yeah, then there's ghosts in them is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Bras mess with your sleep and immune system. Okay, right now, BTW, not I'm not wearing, wearing pajamas. Oh. No, I'm not wearing pajamas, and I realize, why am I going into Slumber Party Valley in Georgia wearing a bra? I'm taking my bra off right Should now. I take my bra off, too? On mic. Taking it off, you it's guys. Pretty, I really, we really don't need one. Why am Let's I wearing a bra? Let's both admit it. Like, taking we, my bra off. We neither Engineer us, Dustin, I'm really sorry. Neither of us need a bra. Just, I'm an A cup. You know what? I'm you know what? Someone, did I tell you what someone said to me? What? I was talking about how, like, I was, uh, you know, you know, dating, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe guys just like girls. Was this at the sea fish party? No, this is before. See, my brain hasn't gotten screwed up at all. Sea fish party. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine, a girlfriend of mine, about how, you know what? I, I don't want to date a guy who doesn't like a girl that's got a B cup. And she's like, exactly. Those guys are jerks. Also, you're an A cup. <laughs> and I was like, fuck <laughs> you in my. You really A-cups. are. I mean, come on. Sure, both A-cups. I can wear whatever size I want. It doesn't mean it fits. Let's tell a secret. Oh, so one people, secret? Yeah. You know what's interesting about that is I was reading this book um, by Richard Kramer, who um, he was one of the creators of My So-Called Life, and I met him at a literary meeting, and I was, of course I was like, oh, I just love this show. <laughs> I had it on VHS. What's up? Anyway, I was reading his um, a novel called These Things Happen, he just wrote, and there's a part in it where someone's stepdad, it takes place in New York, and someone's stepdad is in like Grand Central Station station with this little kid. And he's like, you know what's weird? Every single person in here has a secret. And you're like, oh, that's a, to imagine like Grand Central yeah. or just anywhere. Yeah. Like be, to be in like a, a call, like a football call scheme. I mean, every single person here has a secret. You know, secret. Like the past like 10 years or so, I've been every every single Sunday of my life, I read Post Secret online. The new Post Secrets get I never posted. read those. Every, I don't think I've ever missed a Sunday. Really? Yeah. I just love them so much. Is that your secret? No. Okay. Oh, I have a secret. Okay. 
Okay, there's this spot in Griffith Park that I hiked to, uh-huh. and um, and you think you know this, but you don't, Georgia. There's a spot on the top of the Uh-oh. mountain where I hiked to, and a couple months ago, I I wrote a note. It was during a rainstorm, a pretty pretty bad rainstorm. Wrote a note and got soaked like a like a drowned rat up to the top of the mountain, and there's a pole there that has a slit in it the top of this mountain and I slipped the note in the pole. I have no idea. There's a lockbox at the bottom of the pole and I don't know if it's there for like rangers to I don't know, yeah. exchange reports. So there's a secret in there? There's a secret note in there that I slipped in there like a couple of months ago. I have no idea who what opens that. I can't tell you that. That's the secret. secret. The secret is the note. Well, the note was sort of to myself. Okay. About things that I wanted in general. And okay. then I just put it in this pole, in this hollow pole. <laughs> Do you remember like three, two years ago, we were going for a hike. Oh, yeah. And there was this tree, the wish tree. Mm-hmm. And they, someone had put like a box of like paper and pens and there, the tree had like a hollow in it. So they were like, write your secret wish down and put it in the tree and it'll come true. And we were like, uh-huh. you know what, let's do it. Remember that? Yeah. And we both wrote what we wanted. What would what we And wanting? I wrote... <laughs> um, to be mildly six, mildly, mildly famous. famous. <laughs> no, it was moderately famous. To be moderately famous. And I remember I just, the idea of like, here's my wish universe. I want to be famous is like no. hilarious, but to be like moderately. Is like, yeah, I thought was, so I guess it's come true. I got recognized recently. That's moderately famous. That's moderately famous. I think mine probably was like to get our own TV show. Uh-huh. I uh, just knocked on some wood. wood and probably for like a some sort of boyfriend creature but <laughs> the more and more the, the older I'm getting now I'm like do I even really want a boyfriend creature uh, it's just a rough thing to have a boyfriend creature I think life. it kind of might be I went to the pound yesterday wow. and I was like well, even that looks like a lot of responsibility <laughs> but I saw this dog at the pound and then I know we should wrap this up but I saw this dog at the pound that was like two and a half pounds oh, and it, it looked like a piglet with like a very bad skin disorder and I don't know what kind of breed it was it was just sounds like awful. it looks like just a like you to have to want a dog for years and then to get like the ugliest most deformed one that nobody really wants to touch I know. that's so like you I wanted to help it so oh, much it, it just it's it looked beyond help it looked like a little pink turd it was just like this little <laughs> coiled up ball of skin oh no and I was like I want to I want to help that one. Oh. anywho I got zero of them but um Oh, anything you want to fuck this week? Uh, Every week we have a segment called yeah. Fuck That, where we tell each other one thing that we love so much, we want to fuck it. Another thing that's like so irritating, we're like, fuck that. So okay. for fuck that. Let's do we love so much first. Okay. I have fallen this week madly in love with the show Bob's Burgers. Oh. I, it was on Netflix the first season, and it is so good. And I'm in really? love with H. John Benjamin. Like, he's kind of... Who is that? He's Coach McGurk's voice, and he's a comedian, and okay. he's also Bob's voice, and he's just like, oh, I I love him. But you know who else I love and I found out? Hmm. Dan Mintz. Do you know him? Mm-mm. He's a comedian. He does the older sister's voice on it, Tina, and it's just perfection and he's also cute what network is this i don't know i think it's on fox yeah fox okay and it's the fucking best show ever really yeah is it and time? oh my god and it's Kristen shaw is like the little sister who i swear to god she's like my spirit animal it's such a good show so i need to get up in this get up in bob's burgers and home movies while you're at it okay um something that i love this week 
you know, I already I had predetermined that I loved something and I was like, that's going to be my my fuck it because I know I'm going to love this so much. I'm just going to I'm going to proselytize about it. And it's this uh, place called Squirrel in Los Angeles. It's there's it's spelled like squirrel, but with no E in it. You know, like Tumblr has no E in it. Yeah. Anyway, it's a coffee place where they have like homemade biscuits and all these jams. And I went there this morning. It's on Virgil. It's like in kind of like kind of the hood. Virgil past Melrose. And I went there. I was like, I'm going to fucking love this and I went I was like this is so good and pretentious I can't fully commit to loving it because I was like all right I got a side of bacon for 350 and it was one piece of bacon shut the fuck up and I was like all right you guys all right it was $32 for like two bowls of granola. Oh my God. I was like, all right. It was, it was good granola, but so I'm kind of, I, I don't want to fuck that that much. Maybe I can hate fuck it. <laughs> I'll tell you what I, what really is like, fuck that. Okay. Fuck it off of the face of the earth. Okay. And I'm going to, this is going to, we're going to get hate mail for this. Uh-oh. Y'all, we're going to get hate mail. Okay. <sighs> Joan Rivers. You don't like Joan Rivers? I've decided I fucking hate I'm her. I'm going to send you I know. Email. I know. I know. Here's why. She is a national treasure. I know she is. But you know what? We're, we follow her on Twitter. She's kind of mean. She's really fucking mean. She's mean. And I'm kind of over it. how fucking mean she I is. I get it. I get it. It's like Joan Rivers, you know what? Observational comedy, situational comedy, whatever. Sure. Fine. But now you've just become this, you've become the things that you make fun of. Yeah. And you're really fucking cruel to people. Yeah. I and I'm that. just like, since when is celebrity obsession okay? Yeah. And since when is being really fucking mean to people you don't know okay? Yeah. I agree. And, but it's like, oh, but it's John Rivers, but it's John Rivers. You know what? That's how the Holocaust started. <laughs> Just go along with it, you guys. Joan Rivers is a Jew, so I don't know. I know, I realize that. But Joan Rivers, a modern Joan Rivers, I'm kind of like, fuck okay. that. Okay, that's fair. I'm done with it. I okay. think it's mean. All right. Okay. You don't like talking shit about people. Even if it's Nick Lachey, whose name <laughs> I thought was Nick Lachey for a very long time. <laughs> Nick I'm, Lachey? I didn't, I would read like the covers of tabloids and be like, this Nick Lachey guy's all over the place. What's this all about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even care. He probably is a good person too, right? Like, why talk shit about him? No, maybe he's a fucking dickhole. But you know what? Talk about something else. Talk about robots. Talk about science. Talk about history, John Rivers. Make There's funny stuff, I'm sure, all over the place. I don't know what it is, but you don't have to be so fucking mean to Jessica Simpson's gay husband. You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> let her live her own crash, crash and burn life. Okay. That's fair. Elizabeth Shue. She's not making fun of people. <laughs> She's doing just fine not making fun of people. Wilford Brimley's being real nice to waitresses. She's doing fine. You know what's weird? What? It's going to get dark. I wonder if Wilford Brimley's ever raped anyone. What Jesus Christ! Where the hell did that come from? Because sometimes you see old people and you're like, oh, oh what a sweet old yeah. man. And you're like, that guy could have raped someone. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't. That's why I'm not. I don't trust old people. Because, you know, there are people now who are total <laughs> assholes, right? They're going to get old. Yeah. They're still going to be an asshole. Yeah. They might look cute. Yep. They could have, they could have, I, so I remember seeing a whole bench full of old guys in a park and I remember being like, oh, and then I was like, oh, a couple of them are probably super racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you never know. So it's like, everyone's got a secret and everyone's got this tender spot, but also you never know. Okay. Well, that's going to be my fuck that then. What? This rape, old rapists. <laughs> Vintage rapists. Vintage rapists. <laughs> Vintage rapists. It's a unique vintage rapist. He's an old man. He's a little darling. You'd never know. 1941. (laughs) You'd never know. Grody. All right. Well, this has been a solo slumber party (laughs) with uh, Allie and Georgia. I had fun. I don't care about anyone else. Greatest minds in in the... In broadcasting history, you guys. Um, If you guys have any facts you want us to know about, tweet them at us. us. Tell us. Um, We would like that. We like science. Georgia loves history. love history. Come at me, bro. Um, You can... 
find us on feralaudio.com as well as a bunch of other rad podcasts. Oh, Feral Audio. I mean, come on. So, so good. good. Shout out to Dustin. Oh, can I say one more? Oh, can I say the thing that I want to fuck because I love it so much? Yeah. Okay. Only because my, my fuck yeah was like negative also. <laughs> Your boy Bill Nye. It's a guy on Twitter you can follow, and it's Bill Nye, but in in like rapper vernacular. So he's like, guy. "Yo, shout out to Octopi. <laughs> they got mad. They got mad taste buds on their tentacles. Crazy, shaking my head. It's like the best. <laughs> so your boy Bill Nye, check it out. I like it. Okay, bye. Thanks for thanks for here. listening. Honk shoe. That means sleeping because it's a slumber party. Get it? I don't get it. Shrug.